0: Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of The Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. Hi, that's me. We've definitely missed two days. I know we have. Get off my back. I I, it just falls out my head. All of these self-help wankers who say, do something for 30 days and then it becomes a habit as if you're like a computer that can be programmed. Here's a tip. If you're going to get involved in self-help, if you're going to get involved in personal development, if you're going to listen to people like Tony Robbins and uh, Eric Thomas and all of these types of people. If you're going to listen to all of those types of people, right? James Clear, you know, with Atomic Habits and all that. They're great. They're tools, right? But people are not computers. You are not a fucking computer. That, with stoicism, you know, don't be upset because it doesn't serve you. Well, thanks very much, Greek emperor from fucking 10,000 years ago or whatever. You know, when you're fucking a dinosaur doing whatever you do. People aren't fucking computers. Anyway, talking about people getting angry, I did a gig last night. It was lovely. I decided to try and do something new. It was at the Rising Star Comedy Club, um, which is a nice way of saying it was an open mic night above a pub. But uh, I just thought I'm going to do a new five minutes, just a brand new five minutes. So I did that. And it's difficult because you get attached to your set that you know works. And you get attached to the set that you've run lots of times and you've refined. So you think to yourself, I don't really want to let it go. But at the same time, you've got to embrace looking stupid and being a white belt again to learn. Do you know what I mean? So I thought, fuck it, I'm going to do something new. So I wore something a tiny bit different to what I normally wear. That's a light. I wore a shirt, but it was white. <laughs> Not that radically different, is it? But I never wanted to wear a white shirt on stage. I just thought to myself, it looks a bit too—I don't know—I don't know, like I stand out or something. Anyway, so I wore a white shirt, and I did this whole new set, and it wasn't um, awful actually. It went—it went all right. I think I'm at the stage where I can kind of work with material, even if it's brand new, and it not be a hundred percent terrible. I'm not saying I'm a comedian of any fucking skill. But I'm just saying after, you know, this is kind of wading into my fourth year of it. I've, you, do, you can't help but learn. So that was all good. Anyway, the reason why I talk about being angry is because my mate Ian came along as my bringer. Thank you very much. But he is a man who does not handle stress particularly well. And he is going through a very stressful situation. He's losing his job. Because of um, a mass redundancy thing going on. He is having to sell his mum's house in Scotland at the moment. And he lives in England, in London. Uh, and he's also uh, getting married. He's arranging a marriage. And the marriage is all abroad. So he's he doesn't handle stress anyway. And he's got all of these things compounding his emotions. And uh, last night I said to him, we walked out of the place and we were just having a chat as we were crossing the road on a hot summer's night. And I was like, yeah, thanks for coming and all that. And I said, I've just got one question about the Usher's outfits. And he went fucking ballistic, screaming in the street. It's fucking, it's done. It's fucking done. They're in a box. It's all the stuff in Moss Bros. it's in a box. And I was like, yeah, but you didn't tell me what it was. And he's like, I fucking done. It's okay, whatever. And I was like, right, OK, look, you've done me a nice thing and you're very stressed and you're a mate. So don't worry about it. See you later. Thanks for ruining the vibe of the night, but see you later. So I just, you know, left left it. But he's he's a man on the edge. He's like um, Michael Douglas in Falling Down when he's stuck in that traffic jam at the beginning. He's He's there and it can go one of two ways. Because I have a feeling that he's just going to fucking flip the fuck out. Now, when we arrive in Greece, this is where the holiday is. This is why I've been getting, you know, doing my road to Athens diet and all of that. I know there's probably going to be something wrong with the usher's outfits. Because I don't know whether we've got a shirt. He needs to confirm that we've got a shirt. We don't know what type of shirt. We don't know if we're going to be wearing the ties, if we have to buy ties, whatever. It's weird. We've got, like, a tux suit and a cummerband. So, fully tuxed up. But we've got, apparently, a normal shirt and a normal long tie. Which is the most... that That is crazy. You shouldn't have that combination. But he, I've asked him so many times about this, and he's gone fucking mental about it. So, I'm like, right. We're just going to turn up, and whatever there is, there is. So, if we turn up and there isn't shirts or there isn't ties or anything... That's for him to fucking deal with on the day, which I'm sure on his wedding day will be fine. He'll be fine about it. He won't freak out more, will he? So I do have my sympathies with him. And also, I've just remembered he moved flat this weekend. So imagine that as well. He's under a lot of pressure. So all my sympathy goes out to him. But <laughs> but he's so stressed, I can't broach with him any simple questions. So we're all now just operating on guesswork and what i'm worried about is if it goes wrong he will blame me so i've already made it clear to people these are the text messages i sent him these are the things i've said to him these are the answers i've got i can't do any more so if anyone else wants to find out they can find out but essentially i'm going to greece with an extra fucking tuxedo shirt and a bow tie and all of those things just in case you know things change because it could fucking change Weddings are stressful. They are very stressful. And he's a very stressful man. So, yeah. But, it, you know, it gave me a little bit of PTSD because that was my upbringing. You're having a nice time. And then my dad just explodes with fucking rage and anger, kicks something, smashes something, gets pissed, something like that. It was always, he was always there to ruin a day. So, uh, yeah, when that happened, I was like, ah, oh, these weird, odd feelings from when I was like 12 years old are just. Coming straight back up to the surface, that kind of duplicitousness of having a nice time, and then suddenly someone's screaming at you and everything's your fault. Yeah, so thanks for pushing me back into therapy is what I'm saying to Ian. No, he's uh, look, he's going through a lot. And if you listen to this, he doesn't listen to this. He's so untechnological. He 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 wouldn't. I don't even know whether he can listen to a podcast. So there's no danger of him listening to this. And he's one of my best mates. So I'm just saying, you know. I love him, but when you have best mates, you also know how they are totally flawed. And this is one of his flaws, super levels of stress, screaming and Sharon. So, yeah, um, sorry I missed a couple of days. If you like the podcast, share it about. Who doesn't want to hear stories about my mate that you don't know being angry? I know I do. See you on the next pod.